Section 4 of Selected Poems by George Herbert. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Thomas Copeland. Sighs and Groans Oh, do not use me after my sins. Look not on my desert, but on thy glory. Then thou wilt reform and not refuse me. For thou only art the mighty God, but I, a silly worm, oh, do not bruise me. Oh, do not urge me, for what account can thy ill-steward make? I have abused thy flock, destroyed thy woods, sucked all thy magazines. My head did ache till it found out how to consume thy goods. Oh, do not scourge me. Oh, do not blind me. I have deserved that an Egyptian knight should thicken all my powers, because my lust hath still sowed fig leaves to exclude thy light. But I am frailty and already dust. Oh, do not grind me. Oh, do not fill me with the turned vial of thy bitter wrath. For thou hast other vessels full of blood, the part whereof my Saviour emptied hath, even unto death. Since he died for my good, Oh, do not kill me, but, oh, reprieve me, for thou hast life and death at thy command. Thou art both judge and saviour, feast and rod, cordial and corrosive. Put not thy hand into the bitter box, but, oh, my God, my God, relieve me. Vanity The fleet astronomer can bore and thread the spheres with his quick piercing mind. He views their stations, walks from door to door, surveys as if he had designed to make a purchase there. He sees their dances and knoweth long before both their full-eyed aspects and secret glances. The nimble diver, with his side, cuts through the working waves that he may fetch his dearly earned pearl, which God did hide on purpose from the venturous wretch that he might save his life and also hers who, with excessive pride, her own destruction and his danger wears. The subtle chimic can divest and strip the creature naked till he find the callow principles within their nest. There he imparts to them his mind, admitted to their bedchamber before they appear trim and dressed to ordinary suitors at the door. What hath not man sought out and found but his dear God? who yet his glorious law embosoms in us, mellowing the ground with showers and frosts, with love and awe, so that we need not say, where is this command? Poor man, thou searchest round to find out death, but missest life at hand. Lent Welcome, dear feast of Lent. Who loves not thee, he loves not temperance or authority but is a child of passion. The scriptures bid us fast. The church says, Now give to thy mother what thou wouldst allow to every corporation. The humble soul, composed of love and fear, begins at home and lays the burden there when doctrines disagree. He says, In things which use hath justly got, I am a scandal to the church, and not the church is so to me. True Christians should be glad of an occasion to use their temperance, seeking no evasion when good is seasonable. 
unless authority which should increase the obligation in us make it less and power itself disable besides the cleanness of sweet abstinence quick thoughts and motions at a small expense a face not fearing light whereas in fullness there are sluttish fumes sour exhalations and dishonest rooms revenging the delight then those same pendant prophets which the spring and easter intimate enlarge the thing and goodness of the deed neither ought other men's abuse of lent spoil our good use lest by that argument we forfeit all our creed note belief return to text it's true we cannot reach christ's fortieth day yet to go part of that religious way is better than to rest we cannot reach our saviour's purity yet are we bid be holy even as he in both let's do our best who goeth in the way which christ hath gone is much more sure to meet with him than one that travelleth by ways perhaps my god though he be far before may turn and take me by the hand and more may strengthen my decays yet lord instruct us to improve our fast by starving sin and taking such repast as may our faults control that every man may revel at his door not in his parlour banqueting the poor and among these his soul virtue sweet day so cool so calm so bright the bridal of the earth and sky the dew shall weep thy fall to-night for thou must die sweet rose whose hue angry and brave bids the rash gazer wipe his eye thy root is ever in its grave and thou must die sweet spring full of sweet days and roses a box where sweets compacted lie my music shows ye have your closes and all must die only a sweet and virtuous soul like seasoned timber never gives but though the whole world turn to coal then chiefly lives the pearl matthew 13 I know the ways of learning, both the head and pipes that feed the press and make it run. What reason hath from nature borrowed, or of itself, like a good husset, spun on laws and policies? What the stars conspire, what willing nature speaks, what forced by fire, both the old discoveries and the new-found seas, the stock and surplus, cause and history, all these stand open, or I have the keys yet i love thee i know the ways of honour what maintains the quick returns of courtesy and wit in vise of favours whether party gains note whether which of the two return to text when glory swells the heart and mouldeth it to all expressions both of hand and eye which on the world a true love knot may tie and bear the bundle wheresoe'er it goes how many drams of spirit there must be to sell my life unto my friends or foes yet i love thee i know the ways of pleasure the sweet strains the lullings and the relishes of it 
the propositions of hot blood and brains, what mirth and music mean, what love and wit have done these twenty hundred years and more. I know the projects of unbridled store. My stuff is flesh, not brass. My senses live, and grumble oft that they have more in me than he that curbs them, being but one to five. Yet I love thee. I know all these, and have them in my hand. Therefore, not sealed, but with open eyes, I fly to thee, and fully understand both the main sale and the commodities. And at what rate and price I have thy love, with all the circumstances that may move. Yet through the labyrinths, not my groveling wit, but thy silk twist let down from heaven to me, did both conduct and teach me how by it to climb to thee. Tentation. Broken in pieces, all asunder, Lord, hunt me not a thing forgot, once a poor creature, now a wonder, a wonder tortured in the space betwixt this world and that of grace. My thoughts are all a case of knives, wounding my heart with scattered smart, as watering pots give flowers their lives. Nothing their fury can control while they do wound and prick my soul. All my attendants are at strife, quitting their place into my face. Nothing performs the task of life. The elements are let loose to fight, and while I live try out their right. Oh, help, my God, let not their plot kill them and me, and also thee who art my life. Dissolve the knot as the sun scatters by his light all the rebellions of the night. Then shall those powers which work for grief enter thy pay and day by day labour thy praise and my relief with care and courage building me till i reach heaven and much more thee man my god i heard this day that none doth build a stately habitation but he that means to dwell therein what house more stately hath there been or can be than is man to whose creation all things are in decay. For man is everything and more. He is a tree, yet bears no fruit. A beast, yet is, or should be, more. Reason and speech we only bring. Parrots may thank us if they are not mute. They go upon the score. Man is all symmetry, full of proportions one limb to another, and all to all the world besides. Each part may call the farthest brother, for head with foot hath private amity, and both with moons and tides. Nothing hath got so far but man hath caught and kept it as his prey. His eyes dismount the highest star. He is in little all the sphere. Herbs gladly cure our flesh because that they find their acquaintance there. For us the winds do blow, the earth resteth, Heaven moveth, fountains flow. Nothing we see but means our good, as our delight, or as our treasure. The whole is either our cupboard of food or cabinet of pleasure. The stars have us to bed, night draws the curtain, which the sun withdraws. Music and light attend our head. All things unto our flesh are kind in their descent and being, to our mind in their ascent and cause. 
each thing is full of duty. Waters united are our navigation, distinguished our habitation. Below our drink, above our meat, both are our cleanliness. Hath one such beauty? Then how are all things neat? More servants wait on man than he'll take notice of. In every path he treads down that which doth befriend him. Note, herbs, return to text. When sickness makes him pale and wan. O mighty love, man is one world and hath another to attend him. Since then, my God, thou hast so brave a palace built, O oh, dwell in it, that it may dwell with thee at last. Till then, afford us so much wit that as the world serves us, we may serve thee, and both thy servants be. End of section four of Selected Poems by George Herbert. Recording by Thomas Copeland.